What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 16. I want to say 16. It could be 15. I really should start checking uh, checking where I'm at before I, uh, before I hit record, but uh, that's not... That's not the kind of person I am. That's that's what a, uh, a prepared person would do. That's what a professional person. That's a, that's that's what a person who has his shit together would do. Uh, that's not me, baby. Um, anyway, I'm out here on my walk. I just got here, and uh, I plan on doing six miles. That's about two hours. It's going to be great. Um, by the way, I'm back on it. I, I know last week I talked about how I was going to do that fasting where. Two days out of the week, I only have 600 calories or less. And, uh, you know, that started great. And then I met, I was introduced to Pop-Tarts. And I ate so many Pop-Tarts. And I just completely fucking collapsed and ruined it. And, and yeah, I do blame the weed. It was mostly the weed's fault. Uh, so today I'm not going to, not going to do, I'm not going to touch the weeds uh, this time. Uh, so I can go strong. And so far I've only had uh, one cup of coffee, which equals about five calories. So, so far, so good uh, on that front. I'm also trying, something else I, I'm, I'm, I want to work on is um, lucid dreaming. I don't know if you guys know what this is. If you don't, just fucking Google it, I guess. But basically lucid dreaming is when you are in control of your dreams. You You are aware that you're dreaming. And then once you are aware that you're dreaming... You can then control what happens in the dream. Basically, you become God when you close your eyes. <laughs> and that sounds fucking fantastic. Because, um, you know, I, I know what life is. Like like what real life is. And it sucks. Sucks dick. For the most part. I mean, there's, there's you know, there's joys here and there. But they're few and far between. Uh, in a dream, I could just, I don't know. I bet, I was going to say Fly. But that seems, I don't know, seems a little cliche. Like, I, listen, if I master this, and I've yet to do it, but if I master this, of course I'm going to fly. Of course I'm going to fly. But really, I would, I'm just going to use this whole lucid dreaming thing as, as time travel. I don't, wanna, uh, <laughs> I don't want to invent crazy worlds in my head. I, I just want to go back to uh, 1993. <laughs> watch, uh, watch some TGIF and have some pizza. That's what I would do in my goddamn dream. Um, so I've been watching a lot of videos on how to, how you know, how to do it. There's all kinds of. Di- Here's why I don't fully buy into the lucid dreaming thing. Number one, there's pills you could take. You could take lucid dreaming pills, which uh, can't possibly work. You know, I even looked at them. They're like red and <laughs> they're red and blue pills, like the Matrix. I, I don't buy into that, but there are some techniques. I've been watching videos on YouTube, and, and here's the problem: I don't think you could master the lucid dreaming. I think this is sort of one of those things where you can either do it or you can't, because <laughs> some people just do it. Some people they don't want to do it. They just they just have the built-in ability to control their dreams, and those people are God's favorites. He, God, gave, God gave them the ultimate power, so fuck those people. And then there are people who uh, actually work and, and, uh, and apply practice to it, and, then they, and over time they can achieve it. Um, that's where I'm at right now. 
That's what I'm trying to do. And then there are people who uh, just can't do it, no matter what. And I have read that if you are a marijuana user, uh, that kind of works against the uh, ability to lucid dream or dream lucidly. Uh, so that's one more reason why I, I decided to cut back on the weed. <laughs> but I will tell you this. The first thing I'm going to do if I master the lucid dreaming... Oh, and by the way, before I forget, if you can do this, please let me know. If you're listening and, and you have the ability to lucid dream, please let me know. Let me know what you do to make that happen. And also let me know what you do in those dreams of yours. Because i got to say... If you remove all consequence from life, I might be a fucking supervillain in my dreams. Like, who I got? listen, in the real world, I know right from wrong. I know good and evil and all that stuff. But in my dreams, if I'm the goddamn dream master, who knows what I'm... I, listen, I'm definitely going to kill somebody in my dream. I'm definitely going to dream murder tons of people. And I think that's going to be satisfying as all fuck. But, uh... I don't know. Maybe I'll have to create some sort of dream jail so that I can build in some consequences. Because I don't want to turn myself into an actual real-life monster. But man, would I love to be a monster in my dream. So tell me what your lucid dreams are like and how you achieved it. Um, But the first thing I'm going to do, the very first thing I'm going to do when I master the lucid dreams... I'm going to create a world, a world that does not exist now, and quite frankly, probably will never exist. I'm going to create a world where the Detroit Detroit Lions are only kind of shitty. Because if you're a Detroit Lions fan, the idea of the Detroit Lions only being kind of bad, that's a dream. That is a dream world that, uh, that doesn't exist here on Earth. Here's the thing. I have been a Detroit Lions fan for 30, I'm going to say 32 years. I think when I was six years old, I decided I was going to be a Detroit Lions fan. And trust me, it was arbitrary. The reason I selected that team uh, was because, uh, you know, I was, I was watching a football game with my grandpa, and I liked the color blue. Their, their jerseys were the prettiest, So I decided that that would be my... That's how I chose the team. (laughs) Little did I know, the boys in the pretty shirts were going to be the worst professional team in professional sports. By the way, that's true. Not only are the Lions the worst team in professional football, and it's not even close, by the way, they're the, statistically speaking, if you take into uh, consideration professional baseball professional football, professional hockey, any professional team sport, when you put them all together, the Detroit Lions are the worst. That's awful. That's really, that's really fucking awful. And here's the thing. I I always thought that one of the worst types of people on the planet were bandwagon jumpers. My brother was like that. My brother grew up a 49er fan. (laughs) And then, you know, for a couple years there in the, uh, in the early 2000s, the 49ers started to suck. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got real good. And for like two years, my brother was a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. And uh, now he's back to being a Niner fan. And he uh, refuses to admit uh, from 2003 to 2005 he was a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. 
I used to think bandwagon jumpers were scum. Because a bandwagon jumper, it's someone who, after just a couple, maybe a few bad seasons, they will completely abandon their team and they will go towards, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll become a, t- a fan of whatever team is good slash popular at the time. Those people are pieces of shit. Those people are not loyal people. What I'm doing is not, I'm not a bandwagon jumper. I'm getting out of a bad relationship. That's what I'm currently in. I've been a Lions fan for 32 years. For 32 years, I have rooted them on, knowing full well that they had no chance of winning anything. For 32 years, I spent countless hours watching them on television, watching them lose every Sunday. Occasionally, they would treat me with a playoff loss. For 32 years, I spent thousands upon thousands of dollars on merchandise. I'm wearing a Detroit Lions sweater right now. My keys are attached to a Detroit Lions lanyard right now. I've, 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 I've seen them lose in person. I've paid for tickets. For 32 years, I have supported a team that has done nothing but lose. And not just lose, but they're the owners of the team. Uh, they don't seem to, I don't know if they don't care or if they just, if they're just really, really bad at, uh, running a professional sports organization. I'm not sure. Uh, the point is I'm not, uh, I'm not jumping ship to the flavor of the week. We had a quarterback on the lions. His name is Matthew Stafford and he is a great player, probably top three players the Detroit lions ever had. Always in the top 10, statistically, of quarterbacks. For 11 years, he played in Detroit. And for 11 years, he won nothing. (laughs) 0-3 in the playoffs. (sighs) And he finally left. Now, typically, when a longtime player leaves a team, when they come back to play that team, you know, unless you're someone like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, when you come back to play the team you just just left, by the way... (laughs) You get booed because the fan base supports the team before they support you. But not Lions fans. When Matthew Stafford, who now plays for the Rams, came back to Detroit like six months after getting traded, people not only cheered for Matthew Stafford and the, and the opposing team, they booed the Lions. Now, I've taken this for 32 years. I have cheered on and I've rooted on these fucking losers for 32 years. But something changed. Something snapped. Because the other day I was watching... See, they added a game to the season. Uh, The Lions already accomplished the goal of going 0-16, which was something that at the time no other team had ever done. But they added a game to the season, which meant this is the first first year the Lions could go 0-17. So I was rooting... I was rooting against them. I was, I was hoping that they would do that. Because they're not going to get their name on a trophy. So they might as well get their name in the history book somehow. And be the only team to ever go 0-17. And, and I'm watching the game. And they tied. They somehow managed to not win a game. <laughs> they somehow managed to still keep hope alive that they wouldn't win anything but ensured that they wouldn't break the record. 
But that's not even what did it. What did it is during that game, I saw old dudes, old grandpas, white-haired old dudes in, in, in Detroit Lions jerseys who've rooted them on and have been fucked by them their entire, for 70 years. These people buy tickets, <laughs> season ticket holders. They go to the games. They ignore their family on Thanksgiving just to watch the Lions lose again. At first, I pitied these people. And then I kind of hated them. Because what kind of, listen, bandwagon, listen, your team, your team sucks for a few years, you jump ship, you're a piece of shit. But what kind of loser-ass loser roots on a team who's been bad, literally, since 1957? My entire life, this team has sucked balls. At a certain point, loyalty can only take you so far. At a certain point, you are an idiot. So I'm, fine. I'm ending my abusive relationship with the Detroit Lions. I am now going to follow our quarterback. He goes to L.A. I'm going with him. I am officially a Los Angeles Rams fan. And you know what that means, sports fans. That means that next season, the Lions, the Detroit Lions, will be your Super Bowl motherfucking champions. And if that happens, I kill myself.